All right, welcome to Arise Podcast with Danielle Castillejo and Maggie Hemphill. Hey, I'm Danielle Castillejo, and I just want to tell you a little bit about me. So we got started, Maggie and I have been friends for a little bit now. We've been friends for a minute. Yeah, a couple years. And so one of the reasons I really connected with Maggie is because she brought her story, she brought who she was, and it was authentic and real, and she loved Jesus, and she loves people. So those things are true. Yeah, so (laughs) I connected with Maggie, and I was in the process of just applying to grad school. I'm going to the Seattle School of Theology and psychology and I'm studying to get my master's in counseling and psychology. So as I've been going through this process, been studying trauma, what it looks like in our communities and racial in in the race conversation, what it looks like for class communities. And I have a real passion to um, see that dominant culture can interface with these subjects and has a role to play and um, has we let's imagine a different future basically. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit about me. I write for red tent living, started my own blog on my website, and I am looking to create a table and shared power. So, um, Maggie, tell us about you. Yeah, I'm Maggie. And like Danielle said, we've been friends for a couple years. I think similarly, what drew me to Danielle was her authenticity, just like this is who she is. Like what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. And I love and appreciate that. Uh, what am I about? So I am also studying right now. I'm at the Allender Center getting a um, certificate in trauma-informed, nar- a narrative-informed trauma care. Yes. Yes. And so what's important to me is stories and um, also just listening to each other, mm-hmm. um, allowing, allowing space and time for people and truly like whatever is hidden is going to be brought to light. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am all about that process, about bringing things that are hidden into light because I, I fully believe that's what we're called to do. So um, stories are like the most important thing to me and just being um, just being accepted and belonging as you are, because when you have to fit in, it doesn't mean you're belonging. It means you're changing yourself to, to be accepted. And that's not the same as belonging. Belonging is just being accepted for who you are. And so this is a place, our podcast is a place where you can belong and Mm -hmm. we welcome the exiles that anyone who has been pushed to the margins or felt they haven't been seen or heard. This is the place um, where we will see you and hear you. Yeah. And I think it's important, right? Because we're both moms and sometimes you aren't a mom and you need a place to fit. But I mean, I think the thing is, is like we're raising another generation and how are we going to impact our kids? Yeah, it's definitely through parenting, but it's also through living out the call on our life in real ways, tangible ways where our kids can see it happening. And you might not be a parent, but kids are still watching. Yeah. They're, they're still looking to you and seeing you as an example. And so let's, I want to make an impact on the next generation. Yeah, me too. I was just thinking how, how much sponges they are and what an awesome example we're setting for our own kids of going back to school as grown-ass women. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, what? We're killing it. Yeah, so I think like, it, like so like, who's our audience, Maggie? Like, tell us a little bit about who might be interested. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, anyone who is curious, this is a podcast for you um, because there's a lot of stuff going down in our society and culture right now. And if you're even like awake at all, you'll see it. And so this is a place where you can come and hear voices that aren't going to be on the mainstream, Mm -hmm. like people who are on the sides, who are not um, a lot, not getting 
a place and a space to be heard. Yeah, I know. I so I think like we felt that right. Sure. Like it's like I came back from this conference in Texas and I came back and I thought, yeah, I might want to speak. I don't know if speaking is my passion. And then I looked at Maggie and I was like, but I can't do that here. I know. Um, we're involved in a women's conference. And so that's great. But it's like I want my daughters to have that opportunity on the regular and my sons to have those same opportunities. So women welcome here, all genders. Um, people of color, people looking um, to think about what are their leadership next steps, um, pastors, not pastors, atheists, like, come on, let's talk about all this stuff. Yeah, well, let's go. This is for everybody. Yeah. What do you think are some of the barriers? I think some of the barriers are probably expectations that we place on ourselves and societal expectations that um, like a woman, women like us, we're, we're like dominant and we're influential. And for a woman, that seems aggressive. And, and to mm -hmm. a man, those things are good, right? But to, for women to be dominant and influential, oh, you know, she's a, a man. Watch leader, out. Right? Yeah. And so there's this, there's this expectation that, um, I don't know, we're going to be quiet housewives or like making uh, biscuits. I mean, I <laughs> literally don't know, but like. Actually, I make really good biscuits. I bet you do. You're yeah. an excellent cook. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not very good at cooking at all. And my children <laughs> hate my food. So I have other talents, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that, though. I mean, like, seriously, like, yeah. you want to be speaking in church, right? Yeah, I think one of the things that has been um, a kind of like a call on me is just like, I have more to say than for just women like I think I can teach men things too and for a woman to feel that way or say that thing she's sort of seen as brazen and <laughs> and, and lots of other words that start with a b but I I just know that I, I believe that we're all created in God's image and each of us is m uniquely made to reflect a part of God and women can do that too and I think men can learn from women and women can learn from men it doesn't have to be just one way or the other and so I definitely feel called to um, teaching awareness and um, just allowing people the opportunity to like change our minds. Mm -hmm. Like we don't always know everything and surprise, we're wrong sometimes and yeah. that's okay as long as you get to the place where you, where you, where it is right, right? Where, yeah. you, where you have the opportunity to say, oh, hey, I was wrong about that and now I have the opportunity to make it right. Yeah, I think sometimes we move in circles with selective theologies. Mm -hmm. Like, who are we reading? Mm -hmm. Who's interpreting the Bible for us? Is it a similar type of person that we're listening to? And maybe you don't agree with the other person that is interpreting the Bible, but there's still so much value into reading what they have to say because you don't know until you learn. And I think we can, I think, like I was even afraid of learning at first because mm -hmm. I was like, will this shake my world? People yep. said, if you go back to grad school, you are going to lose your faith. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm almost 40. Yeah. If this causes me to lose my faith, then I didn't know much about my faith in the beginning. And it wasn't, it wasn't a very good faith then. Right? No, it wasn't built on things. I think another barrier to accessing what we need is power. Yep. And, um, I think, it's hard to speak truth to power. I know it's hard for me to verbally speak truth to power, but I find that strength in writing. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's all different kinds of people in the world. Not all of us are fast on our feet in the moment, but I mean, there are tools and ways to speak out. So, and also traditions tr can trap us for sure. and they can get us in a rut. Our minds get in ruts. And then, you know, we don't, we may not think outside of our tradition, but I think this is a place where we want to challenge. I want Maggie to challenge me and our guests to challenge me. And I want to challenge Maggie on what traditions am I living into? So, yeah, I think one thing that um, has been true for me is that I think sometimes we're afraid to read or learn or hear or speak, um, hear from someone who has, a view that's different than ours. 
uh, I'm not sure what that is. Are we afraid of the unknown? Are we are we scared of of finding some sort of revelation? But like I definitely actively want to and seek voices that are not ones that I'm hearing everywhere else. I mm. want to know uh, what else is happening and mm. not just this main narrative that's been told by like tr- dominant culture and mainstream media. It's just not all the information, you know? And yeah. I'm not afraid of information. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, and I think we need to allow information to come in and we need to challenge ourselves to sift through it and not alone, like in community. In like, community. Yeah, and so, and then that helps us kind of discern. And, and we have to trust God that he's bringing things into our lives for a purpose. Yeah, so this is a, this is a community. We're starting a community. We want you to be a part of it. We want uh, your voice. We want to hear what you want to be learning about, what you want to be hearing <laughs> and we are are committed to being truth tellers. Like yeah. this is a a place and a space where um, the truth is is going to come out, and we are a part of bringing truth out. And we know uh, from our own life experiences that truth tellers are not always well loved or accepted, and we're not afraid of that either. Yeah, but I think our culture is like overall the culture wars we see men, women, all, all, all genders, uh, race, all the things we're seeing come to light is we're having a war because people are really seeking connection. Yeah. So, um, so Maggie, like, what are the next steps? How can they connect with us? Like, what, what do you think? Yeah. So we, our podcast is on your website, mm-hmm. danielescastillejo.com. Yeah, backslash blog. Backslash blog or podcast? Oh, backslash podcast. Sorry about that. We'll put a link on there. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, see a link, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, thanks, man. So that's one way to connect with us. We'll we'll be posting um, blogs once a, once every other week is yeah. our goal. And if if we get really rolling, we'll get to once a week. Okay. Um, we both are writers, and so you can you can access us through the web. I know Danielle writes for Red Tent Living, and also her own blog, and I have a blog as well. Um, which the address is changing, so we'll we'll get that that information in the link. Uh, so, what are you listening to, reading? What's inspiring you? Yeah. So, part of my school is I am reading a book called "All You'll Ever Know" by Nicole Chung, and it is oh, it's inspiring me and it's opening my eyes. She is a, a Korean American who was adopted by two white um, two white Americans, and it was about her experience or is about her experience. Growing up, not seeing anyone who had the same face as her. And she believed herself essentially to be white and didn't understand when people would, um, you know, say racial slurs to her. She didn't get it. Yeah. And so this this, it's it's a memoir and it it is beautifully written. She's a gifted writer and I'm totally drawn into her story. And what's challenging me about it is like this idea of race. It really Mm -hmm. is a social construct in that she didn't know about her own Asian culture because it simply wasn't available to her. Yeah. Okay. And what, what are you, you listen- re- well, what am I reading? Yeah, what uh, you- well, I think the, th- the, one of the books I'm carrying around in my backpack all the time is the color of compromise by yes. Jamar Tisby. If you follow me at all, you might've noticed I wrote, I've written some blog posts and referred to it. It talks about church history through the eyes of the African-American experience yeah. and uh, the complicity of silence in the church and how that has propelled, um, propelled racism and encouraged racism and how a lot of it goes back to economics. Like people don't want to speak out about race and its relationship with the church because you might lose your tithers and your regular attenders. And so, yeah. So yeah, I'm enjoying, I kind of carry that around with me not to beat myself up, but to remind myself like, why am I vested in this work? 
And then um, also reading a book, a children's book often. It's called Rain, Rain, Homonym. Mm -hmm. Have I told you about this? I don't remember the author, but it's R-E-I-G-N and R-A-I-N, Rain, Rain. And it's about a little girl who has a pet dog that eventually runs away, but she struggles um, with Asperger's. Oh, wow. And it is just like, I read it to my kids and I cry and they're like, mom, are you okay? <laughs> and it's one of those books that you're reading. And my husband's like, wait, don't read it without me. Oh, so it's, it's really good. That is so, so sweet. Hi, what are you listening to? Yeah, I'm not, I, I love that everybody listens to podcasts. I listen to podcasts too. I wish I had more time. I, I listen to Jen Hatmaker's podcast, um, for the love. I also like ask NT Wright. Um, a new podcast that I'm sort of getting into right now is called Truth's, Truth's Table. Uh, you okay, sis? Yeah, I love that one. Those ladies. Oh, they're bomb. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They bring it. So I am, yeah. that is a new one that I am loving right now. What are you listening to? Yeah, Truth's Table, definitely. I'm yeah. always, like, floored. Like, yeah. man, I did not so know good. that. Yeah. And then also Sean King, The Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, he follows, like, current events and just political issues and stuff. So I find that really informative. And then Lead Stories Podcast with Joe Saxton and so Pastor good. Steph O'Brien. Yep. Love it. Who's inspiring you? Um, I'll be honest. You're inspiring me. I know that sounds <laughs> cheesy, but like we're doing this thing. Yeah. And, and all the time I, I see you going and getting it. And I'm just like, I'm proud of you and inspired by you to be more authentically me. And so like for sure you. Dude, um, thanks. <laughs> the heart to heart moment. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a real moment right here. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, we cut that out. No, 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 no. no we can't cut, <laughs> we that, can't out. cut it out. Yeah. Um, I'm also um, inspired by um, you know the things that we're reading and listening to. Um, I'm, I'm inspired by Jamar Tisby for sure. Mm-hmm. That book, Color of Compromise, has been um, a game changer. Really opening my eyes and also starting conversations. You know, Danielle and I are actually reading that with some church leadership, and it's been. It's been so cool to see change in in their hearts and in their minds through that. And so, like, I've been following Jamar on on Instagram and just his boldness and his, I mean, he's just not afraid to say it like it is. And I am inspired by that, and I want that for myself, too. Yeah, I love that. Um, he, likewise, obviously, because I carry his book around, I'm yeah. inspired by it. And um, following Joe Saxton's work um, with people and Pastor Steph's work with people, they don't do it alone. Like they have so much power. They could leave people in the dust and they don't. They like bring along the little guy. They advocate for a lot of different people and a lot of different people that they make friends and part of their tribe. And so then when I look around, I'm like, well, who who can we include? Yeah. Like, there's so many people here. There's people right here in Kitsap County. There's people in yeah. Seattle. There's people in our area. So that, and then also the Allender Center. I yes. just went through the um, trauma-informed narrative uh, therapy for Certificate 2 mm-hmm. the first weekend, last weekend, and I was blown away by the vulnerability of the facilitators um, mm-hmm. and their ability to step into trauma and story with such integrity. And I'm... You know, I, that's something I want to bring to my practice and my work and just praying about that. Like, what what does Jesus do when he encounters our scars? Like, it's crazy. It's amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of exciting guests for you. Danielle, do you want to tell us about some of the people we're going to have come or is it really surprising? Well, a little bit surprising, <laughs> but um, one of them is local gal, Kim Riley, Ph.D. candidate, um, in social work, uh, marriage and family therapist. I mean, you name it. She's she, a boss. She can do it. She can teach. She leads well. Um, she's has a family. So it's gr- actually, she inspires me a lot. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have Kaylee Jensen, another therapist that is uh, had done work at the Seattle School with me and is associated with people at the Allender Center. And then a local pastor, Jenny Waldron. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do we got? We've got some other coming up. That'll be a surprise. Uh, local business owners, people who are running blogs and podcasts, people who are um, leading the way in, in church ministries, but also people who are leading the way in reconciliation. We have a, a potpourri. We have a we do a cornucopia. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to our inaugural Arise podcast. We want to say that you're welcome here and this is a place for you. So welcome home exile. Yeah, bring it.